Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hi, everyone. Sorry I'm late. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Debbie Morgan, and sorry, I'm coming to you a little frazzled because I was on the phone with my sister, and we were just talking. Um, One of the topics that I want to talk about was getting older, so we were just talking about um, one of the things getting older that happens is the kids get older with you. And my nephew, I dropped him off today at his third day of his first job. (laughs) I literally teared up. I didn't full-on cry, but I definitely teared up. And I just, so, of course, I've known him his whole life, obviously. But when he turned nine, that's when I started taking him to the movies. That's when I started taking him, we did a, we did this thing where we would hang out first, like around the mall, walk around the mall. Then we would go to the movies and then we'd go to dinner after. That was our routine. Um, or we'd do something first, then go to the movies, then dinner after. And then we just started doing movies and dinner. We didn't do something beforehand. And it started when he was nine. And from nine up until, you know, quarantine, which is 17 now. He's 17. He's a senior in high school. He just started his first job. He's getting his permit next week. Like, ooh, I don't want him to grow up. I'm like, so, but I do want him to grow up, obviously. So, I don't know. I'm just, like, so ambivalent about it just because he's my little, he's my little Dietrich. That's my that's my little guy, you know. He's he's literally my favorite human being on the planet. I love hanging out with him. And then yesterday or today, I said to him, "Yeah, I'm gonna um, stay the weekends at your dad's house next weekend." He's like, "Well, I'm at my mom's house, but I can come over and just hang out with you if you want." I'm like, "Oh my god, I love you." He's literally my favorite human being. Um, I just love him. Maybe one day I'll have him on the podcast so that he can <laughs> tell you what it's like being my nephew by love. Um, yeah, I just, he's, he's literally one of my best friends. I love hanging out with him. I tell him a lot of stuff. Not everything because to me he's still a kid, but now he's, that he's becoming an adult, I can share things with him and I don't feel like overburdening him. You know, and, and we talk about anything. And he, he did reach out to me once. Oh, my God. I told him, listen, D, you can tell me anything. And he said, you know what? You can tell me anything. Good hearing that. He's such a good kid. Oh, my God. I love him. Oh. I hope I, I have kids like him one day. But we'll see. Um, yeah, so lots going on in the world today. Um 
I think for a lot of people, the new normal is working from home. I know mine is. My company was bought out, and the new company is run like a squeakless wheel. I mean, they do things so methodically at the new, this new company. I am so happy. But one of the things they said was, I mean, they're going to take a look at some department and some individual being strictly work from home and some not because there are people that do like to go into the office, you know, and I get that. I'm not one of them. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not one of them. I love working from home. I usually get up two hours before I have to start work. I'll get dressed. I'll have my breakfast. Um, No, I'll get my breakfast. And then when I get to work, then I'll have my breakfast. I'll start with my computer. Now it's like I wake up an hour before my scheduled time. I get everything done, roll out of bed, go go to my desk. And it's just like, such a nice routine to have. I get one hour more of sleep. Um, and I'm just happier in general. I'm more productive. My boss told me that I'm more productive than I was in the office. I'm just really, really, really happy with work from home. And it's funny because this time last year, I remember having a conversation with my, my manager saying, you know, I think that we should be work from home. There are a lot of billing departments in other companies that are work from home. And she's like, yeah, that's not something that we would ever look into. Well, the pandemic changed that never to the possibility that we could be permanent. Again, that's not her fault. She didn't know what the future held, but there's definitely a new normal now. And another thing, I was talking with Dietrich about it, actually, my nephew. And I said, isn't this going to be strange? Regal Cinemas has closed for the time being. Said we might have to close permanently. Cinemark, I think, just reopened. Showcase, who knows? Because Showcase has this luxe level movie theater where you can eat while you, while you watch a movie. The, movie. the movie theater industry is taking the most severe beating. And I told my my nephew, I said, imagine this could be a world without movie theaters. Just imagine that for a second. No more movie theaters. Um, I think what they would switch to, I hope, I pray, would be drive-in movie theaters because that will eliminate, you'll be able to go to the movies, you'll have your own food and stuff, but I think drive-in movie theaters is the way to go. How people haven't thought of this is beyond me. I mean, yeah, it's going to take some maneuvering, um, some weatherproofing maybe, but drive-in movie theaters will always be in fashion. I think that is definitely the way to go. Um, Reposition your parking lot movie theaters, have uh, weatherproofing for the movie screen, and do what you got to do because... I mean, not on a snowy day, but on a rainy day, driving up to a movie theater was the thing I I used to do. 
I used to, you know, it's a rainy day. It would be perfect to go to the movies. I used to do that. I can't do that anymore. So I think if movie theaters collectively switch and go to drive-in capabilities, that could save their business. You can have a concession stand still open, but it could save your business. And you can do things like um, you can open up the grill and package food in a way that it's in certain containers so that when we, we can still get food from the kitchen, but closing theaters altogether, I just, you got to find another way. In fact, I'm going to tweet the different movie chain this idea. Hey, I don't know if they'll listen or they'll look at my tweet, but I got to try, right? So I'm going to try. Because movie theater, it's so good to get out of the house sometimes. And I just know that me and my nephew, if we were to, to do a drive-in movie theater, we'd have the most fun. And there's a Cinemark. There's actually two, three Cinemarks. There is one Cinemark in Enfield, Connecticut that has almost an empty parking lot. Nobody ever parks over there. If they converted that into drive-in, perfect. And even Cinemark in West Springfield, they, ha- they own their own land. There's a portion of the drive-in or the uh, parking lot that's never used. I mean, nobody parks all the way over there. They can convert that into the drive-in movie space. There's, I just feel like there's so much they could do to save the, their industry, and they just want to give up. So, to them, but it would be sad to see movie theaters go. That's all. Um, so an update on my life right now, let's see, still have my movies, or my movies, my books are still out there in the universe, hopefully someone, a lot of people buy them, um, have this podcast, which is, oh, by the way, the podcast hit 4,000 Cambodia, Italy, the U.S., Canada. I appreciate you guys as fans. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm TikTok famous. I have 1,700 followers. I can go live now. Um, At the end of the month, I'm going to a Halloween party in Florida. So I'm going to do a live there with some of the big creators. There's a couple of big creators that are going to be there, so I'll do a live with them. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, my writing, I'm still, still trying to figure out my writing career. I'm really, really, really excited about being a consulting producer on these three upcoming movies. Yeah, my life is good. I, I have no complaints going on right now. And yeah, I'm just, happy to be breathing every single day. So that's where I'm at. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't want this to be like a 15-minute show. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. Um, Oh, so I got to the point, and I think this is important as adults. We don't talk about this enough. 
as adults, we never talk about money. We kind of skirt the issue. And I had the opportunity. I came into a little bit of money. And so the first thing I did was I paid off bills. And one of the things I paid off was my car insurance. I never paid up my car insurance for a whole year. The financial freedom I feel every day I wake up knowing that I don't have to pay that bill until next February, huge, huge. I don't feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck anymore. I paid off another credit card. And I paid up some other bills that I were a little bit behind on. And it's like, there's like a weight that was lifted off of me that I didn't even realize was a weight to begin with. It's just after I did it, I was like, oh, gosh, I can breathe now. And my point is, if you have the opportunity to lighten your load, either financially or emotionally, do it. Do it, do it, do it. And I know people say, oh, you know, when you run into money, do whatever you want with it because your bills will always be there. Why not pay off your bills so that they're not there and then you can spend your your paychecks on whatever you want? That was my thinking, and that's why I did what I did. Uh, Hey, I'm not just a pretty face, guys. But, yeah, I just feel like such a financial burden was lifted off of me. I was just like, oh, that feels so good. And then I was able to do some things. They're little things, granted, but they make, they helped me with my dysphoria. And what I mean by that is they helped me feel feminine. And I want to always present as trans feminine because that's who I am. That's part of who I am. That's not all of who I am. But I got a mammy and petty. I did French manicure, and I've never done French manicure, and it looks so, um, oh, what's the word? Feminine. It looks so feminine. And after I got done, I was like, oh, I'm always doing French manicure now. I just love it. I look so, it looks so expensive. Oh, yeah, and, and then I'm getting, um, tomorrow I'm getting microdermabrasion done. I'm going to the dentist that haven't been in a while. And then Wednesday, I'm getting my lashes lifted and my eyebrows done. Just little things like that help me so much with my dysphoria because I feel so, like, completely 100% feminine when I'm doing these things. And then the end result. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. And shout out to... My sister, Alexandra Gray, she just um, had breast augmentation done, and she is at home resting. And I told her about this podcast that Corey Ray had. She did a podcast interview with Dean Shermet. Um, And in in that interview, she said, you know, some trans women, their journey is a little bit of plastic surgery or a lot of plastic surgery, but that's their journey. And we should never feel guilty for being that type of trans woman, but also we should never make someone feel guilty about doing what they need to do to make themselves feel better. And I'm like, bravo. She's so right. 
she's 100% right. So, yeah, I'm just I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. Um, I'm making positive changes in my life. I'm trying to alleviate the stress, whether it be getting rid of people in my life or just doing little things. Like I said, like paying up my car insurance for six months. Like, yeah, I did it, and I'm happy, and I feel like I want to do that from now on going forward because the stress it relieves is just nice. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on in my life. Um, talking to some guys, nothing solidified yet. I'm just, I'm just in a good mood generally, and I'm happy. That's what it's all about, I guess. I'm on season four of Friends. It's still good. I cannot wait because that was my favorite season. And it's funny because when you look at most shows, TV shows, I said this before, season three typically is the best season. For Friends, season five was the best season. Literally, almost every episode in season five was amazing and hilarious. That was the season that had the pivot, pivot. That was also the season where Phoebe discovered about Monica and Chandler. I mean, just like so much happened in that season. It's just so amazing. So I'm excited. I'm almost there. The thing about this show, or yeah, the show is that, um, it's about 24 episodes each season. So I started last Saturday. Yeah. Was it last Saturday or last Friday night? I don't remember, but it was definitely last weekend. And I've been going through them because there's literally nothing else on. Um, but, yeah, excited for Flipper Flip Flop to come back. I love Tarek and Christina in their series. Um, have a little crush on Christine's ex-husband, um, aunt, but whatever. He's so cute. And he's British. Oh, I love that accent. And he's, like, thick, too. Oh, anyway. So my head. But, yeah. Um, trying to think what else is going on. That's pretty much it. I got nothing else to, to report on right now. Sorry, this was another short show, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to drag it out by talking about nonsense either. Thank you all for listening again. And again, I'm sorry I was so late. And this was supposed to be at twelve, and then I put it at three, but then yeah, I got hung up on a call. But thank you again for listening. Please check out some of my old shows. You'll love them. Um, Oh, and please, 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 whatever you do, go vote. It's so important to vote this year. Um, Don't let anybody tell you who you should vote for. Vote with your heart and soul in it. Um, But also, vote for the future of this country because we, we need every vote to matter. We need every vote to count. And yeah. Oh, my Eva Mendez moment. Oh, I can't believe I almost got away with that. Um, my Eva Mendez moment would have to be 
probably when I paid off my car insurance. Yeah. Just the, the feeling that I know that I don't have to use that money for a bill anymore for the next, I, I, it's not six months, because August to February is six months. So it's like um, November, December, January. So it's four months. The next four months, I can, even if what I do is take even half of that and put it away, I can pay off my car insurance next year for the full year. And that will be amazing too. So, yeah, that was my even mended moment, knowing that I can unburden my own stress and I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. I'd like to give a shout out to my friend Jolie Lang. Um, if go to TikTok and look up Wake Up Jolie, J O L I E. She is my TikTok friend who has become my real life friend. I'll be um, hanging out with him Halloween weekend, actually. And I just, I'm so looking forward to that trip. I haven't taken a trip since 2008. And he's moving out of the country December 1st. So I wanted to meet him before he, he moved so that when he does move out of the country, I can go travel and see him and it's not going to be the first time I meet him. So I'm really excited to meet him for the first time. He's been a wonderful friend. I, I adore him. He's amazing. And, yes, yeah, so there's my Eva Mendez and shout-outs. So, again, thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Follow me on TikTok, Miss Emmy Morgan. I have some books that are just waiting to be personalized and sent out to you guys. So, yeah, look for that. And, as always, stay safe. Stay humble, and don't ever forget that you are important. Thanks, guys. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea.